What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. y'all been waiting you know what i'm saying quarantined and all that but you know we're we're individuals too we got things to do in this quarantine baby you feel me don't worry about it but we are back so i think we just need to do our intro yo you know what i'm saying i got mr bbb over here big buck brand can you say your words please introduce yourself to the people big brother yeah what's going on people hope everybody's staying safe yes sir y'all know who that is uncle buck and i got there uh he's in heaven right now you know what i'm saying so he's he's actually came back down to earth well actually not he didn't he's zooming us from heaven so his wi-fi better be crisp <laughs> perfection you know what i'm saying we got my man giz just giz now i just determined you're just you're only giz <laughs> from here on out yo <laughs> good with that. Good with that. you have retired your moniker as giz the audio whiz but please talk to the people what you got to say my past work is legendary What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and also, we have Mr. A. Martin. He's on mute at the moment. He's dealing with the kids at the house. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he gave everyone a head nod if you can't see him in audio land. You feel me? Shout out to A. Martin. You mean? And it's your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, we will plug shit, of course. Twitter, not a podcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast, hit us up on there. Gmail, yes, it's the quarantine, but bags still need to be made. <laughs> so hit us up on Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. Also, IG, B Prince, Magic Fingers himself, <laughs> puts together all that. You know what I'm saying? Watch our IG lives and stories and all that bullshit we do. Instagram. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. Yes, yes, yes. Fellas. Mm. Y'all good? We alright? Always. Feeling good, man. 
That's good to hear. God damn it, Amon. I'm sick of you already. 80 day vacation. I'm lovely. You had an 80 day vacation? <laughs> Whatever day we're on right now. Yeah, I, I like how you think of that, yo. Because I've still been working through this whole bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm working harder now than I did at my <laughs> in the office. I am too. Hell yeah. Wait a minute. Amon tried to come back on. He had <laughs> <it's> her children. <laughs> God damn you, A. Martin, yo. I gotta hop in and out. <laughs> he was like, A. was like, I think I'm good. That hurt. Ay! <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> hey, but to your point, this is the environment that we're in now. Besides work, you know, you gonna have kids hopping, acting like they lost their damn mind in the background. How y'all been handling that, yo? How the kids, how y'all handling the kids in the homeschooling and all that shit? Who's doing most of homeschooling, y'all or, or the wives? I, I definitely am. <laughs> what do you say, definitely? Yeah, I definitely am. I'm doing everything, man. <laughs> Why you say definitely? Mrs. Gibbs ain't, ain't handling the job? Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> she, just be ro- she just be rolling the movie. She just bring the like, movies she, out. <laughs> it out. It's like one foot in, one foot out. You know what I'm so that's you telling me, Mrs. Giz is like the substitute teacher, which they just bring in the 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 uh, TV yeah. and they cut the movie on. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, yo, damn, yeah. Mrs. Giz, you gotta get that together. Yeah. I mean, you in heaven now, so I guess you gotta take over. Hey, look, I tell JC, take the wheel, man. Just take the wheel. Hey, why? Hey, why you up there, man? Tell uh, you know, uh, rest in peace to little Richard. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you say what's up to him for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Andre Harrell too. You feel me? If he up there, make sure you dap him up for us. You feel me? Right um, who else passed away recently, man? It's been a lot of passing, yeah. Joe. Of yeah, the OG, of the OGs. They got shout out Shaq Gaspard, the wrestler who passed away unfortunately a couple of days ago, heroically rescuing his son from the um. Riptide over in California at the beach. Yeah, rest in peace to that brother too, man. It's man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm sick of 2020 and all this bullshit that's been going on, bro. Like, <laughs> I just feel like it's weird. I mean, the, I feel the 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 icons that just passed away, Andre Harrell, Little Richard. You know what I'm saying? They were older. I know Andre Harrell was, you know, considerably young. I feel like you know what I'm saying. What was he in his late fifties? Yeah, he wasn't even sixty yet. He, he wasn't sixty yet. He, that was, but as far as like, um, you know, little Richard, he was in his eighties. You know what I mean? It's just weird to see people get old, yo. You know what I mean? It's just it's that's the mindset I've kind of been in lately, like, because you know a lot of uh, family members or friends of my parents and shit have been passing away or getting sick, or I've seen my parents over here. You know what I'm saying? They have their little ailments and things like that. It's just getting, isn't it just weird, like weird getting older? It's just, it's weird to see your, your parents get up there, ain't it? It's like, it's just a weird feeling, yo. I mean, I'm trying to like, that's why I'm trying to like keep in shape, man, because, you know, it's a different time. Like, you know, from our folks to relatives who are older, I mean, they just, it was just a different time. You know what I mean? Like, people didn't really keep too much in shape or care for themselves like that the way, I guess health is more prevalent now. So, um, you know, people living a little bit longer nowadays and stuff. And it is tough seeing like the old guard kind of come and go, you know, the people who paid the way for us be talking about this right now. 
but that's why, man, like I'm, I'm trying to like maintain shape and that's no guarantee either. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. get it. That's no guarantee either, but at least I feel like I'm doing my part in maintaining proper shape, you know, so I can keep up with the kids, you know, and, you know, studying up on stuff, trying to learn as much as possible so I can educate them just as much as they're going to educate me, you know, um, us growing up, it was very much, you know, I think most people in our generations, both generations growing up, it was very much kind of like figure it out for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, this generation is kind of different. It's like you definitely, people are a little bit more involved. Yeah. It was know? a free for all back then. Yeah. <laughs> people still trying to figure <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, and everybody's situation is different. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm respectful to that and mindful of that. It's just that, you know, it's a little bit different. People are a little bit more involved nowadays. You know, you see more parents from these AAU kids, these parents sacrificing everything to give their kids a shot at basketball, right? To, you know, like just everything. Like, it's just different times. So, yeah, it, it sucks watching, you know, the old guard getting older around you. You know, as far as us, though, it's like I feel like I was trying to do my part to be, you know, as much aware and in shape as possible mentally and physically yeah i feel like where i'm coming from it's more just it just it just it's just weird you know what i mean because when you see especially your parents you know what i mean it's like you know our father both you know our fathers are usually uh have been working out since probably they were five years old <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they're but like that's what they do but it's like you see them get older and they the, the working out and all that it's like it's not really helping things. You know what I'm saying? It's just more like when you get older, your body is different and it reacts to different things. And it's like, damn, I've been looked up to this dude my whole life. And now he's kind of, you know what I mean? He's getting to an age where he's going to need help, even though he don't want help, but he's kind of like, he need help with certain things. You know what I mean? The Salon Salon and and, uh, steroid it up. (laughs) I should do that. Right. I should slip him some roids. Should I slip him some? Them dudes is like 70 years old looking like they like freaking 40. <laughs> no, they. I thought it was steroids. I thought it was HGH. I thought that was healthy, right? <laughs> go, go that way. You might as well go ahead and go with the healthy. <laughs> go the healthy route. Go a little HGH. Yeah. HGH or a little uh, was it deer antler? Uh, the Ray Lewis joint. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I'll slip him some. I'll slip him some HGH in uh, deer antler. Yeah, go out in the backyard, find a deer. You know, go ahead and saw off the antler. Grind that bad boy up. <laughs> put it put it in like a in a smoothie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm like salt, you know, do a salt bay, you know. <laughs> just, just drop that thing in there real nice. Real nice. <laughs> real nice like. You know, man. That that was just on my mind. I just want to get out get that out the way, yo. That's been on my mind lately. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird, yo. Just weird to see. You know what I mean? But, you know, speaking of like OG shit, we've been talking we talking to OGs, parents and shit, but we talking OG shit. Did y'all see the Nelly and Ludacris battle, yo? You saw part of it? Yeah. Uh, I saw the part where his Wi-Fi was messing up. Hey, Martin. I don't know where he came in at. Hey, Martin, I'm getting sick of you, yo. Why are you not helping these people, yo? You just over there watching all those kids, yo. Get over there and help them, yo. Help Nelly. (laughs) Nelly needed help, yo. I don't know how I was going to get to the loose so fast. (laughs) You know you could (laughs) have... You could have did that remotely, yo. I, I had to remote. His Wi-Fi was bad. I don't know how I was going to remote in. Yeah, it was actually of God that was messing up his Wi-Fi, though. They said it was like a really bad storm over in the loop. Nigga, I don't know what storm messes up your Wi-Fi like that. 
My Wi Fi be good through a storm. Well, he be having those, those Midwest storms. You know, they be having like <laughs> hurricanes and shit. <laughs> yeah, they be having like crop dustings and other <laughs> shit going on over there. Yeah, like, for real. Tell how it I'm up. I'm up here right now, which is why it's so glorious. My Wi Fi, but for the most part, my and your Wi-Fi and your lighting. Yeah, it's um, it's been kind of crap, yo. How's y'all been? Mine been cool. Mm. My Wi Fi been straight, yo. You feel well, my me? My Wi Fi's always been trash over here. So, mm. only it's, time my Wi Fi sucks is when somebody like is like it's like a like a tree a branch falls on something <laughs> or something like that, and then I see uh. I see Verizon come out and have to fix it up and fix it, and that's when it's like a whole shutdown. But other than that, I should be good, Joe. <laughs> my so shit's straight. My, my whole neighborhood went pitch black the other day. Oh wow! Hey, the um, Aaron, it's for you. Like from an IT standpoint, is it because everybody's fucking home and on mm-hmm. at the same time, killing all bandwidth? Mm-hmm. So that's how it is in my house. Like, in order to get stuff to move faster, you gotta cut the Wi-Fi off on certain things. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, we was trying to, um, we was her Jasmine's friend's phone or her son's phone couldn't. They didn't have iTunes, so they sent it down here because we had iTunes. We connected it, but it wasn't downloading the updates and all of that. It was because we got TVs and all of that connected to the Wi-Fi, so we had to like take our phones off of Wi-Fi and, like, something else, and then it was able to, like, pull down and everything. Mm. See, but I don't so, feel... Yeah. But I feel it's like if, if you have these versus joints, I don't know. I feel like Instagram obviously isn't the place to do this shit, yo. It is. It is. It's not. It clearly isn't. I feel... I don't know. I feel like they need to find another platform that can hold the bandwidth for all this shit. Because you know you're about not- to get hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people. Well, that's why they're doing it. It's like it's smart because you're you're grabbing all these audiences. Because if you think about it, just using Teddy Riley and Babyface, right? Babyface only had like four, and I saw it. Like I was, I entered the club thirty minutes ahead of time, and Babyface only had like four hundred thousand, or no, a hundred some odd thousand followers, or some shit like that, right? By the time the joint started and kicked off, he was at damn near 600,000 followers. So he already has his followers. Right. People who forgot about him and are hip to Swizz and everybody, and their multi-million of followers are now traveling down to Babyface and Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley has like maybe 300-something thousand odd followers, and they just add it all together. Correct. You're not going to get that anywhere else. You're just not. You, you see what I'm saying? Like. Uh... So you're bringing the pot together, and then they're like, "Okay, those same people you want to hear what we just heard, go over here." It's like you're you're herding the sheep, basically. Well, you're that's why. And, and what better platform to do? You're not going to do it on Facebook. It's not why the not? Same. Even if Facebook runs it, it's not the same functionality as Instagram in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to do it on YouTube. Why you know not? What I'm saying? Like, no, you're not. Like, why though? And then. If you just said it's like herding sheep, if you got a following, you're gonna just tell these people. I think it could work. Go on over here. Go over I here. I don't. I don't think personally. I don't think it could work on YouTube. I don't think. I think it could work. Say he's not going to YouTube. Say it again, Buck. Swiss already say he's not going to YouTube. For whatever reason, why he said that, I'm it's probably the same reason. I, I don't think it could work on YouTube personally. And then on top of that, with YouTube, there's copyright issues. 
you know what I'm saying? More heavier on YouTube side, even though these are the people who wrote the songs. They own they should have their shit. They have their uh yeah, but they have they have business arrangements with outside parties who own percentages as well. And I think the copyright issues probably come into play there. Whereas on Instagram, the man bringing us I, down. I think I saw Swift say they have the inside person who runs the music stuff to Instagram. So I think they're getting like a little window there to kind of freely do what they need to do. On Instagram, so if you have that type of platform, you don't have to worry about the issues and bullshit on YouTube or anywhere else. Why not do it that way? And you're pulling in so many people from various areas. You see what I'm saying? Like all at once, though, all at once. And 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 the beauty of it is, yeah, we could all say, hey, at seven o'clock, everybody hurry up and pull up YouTube, pull up YouTube. But most of the time, there are people who are oblivious to the shit that's going on. And if you're constantly surfing Instagram, you just happen to catch that flyer, like, oh, what's happening? On whose page? And then you go check it out. You two don't have that. You see what I'm saying? You can go into the discovery section and say, search whatever, but then you see like a little flyer or whatever, right? You're like, what's that? Click on it, and all of a sudden, now you got new people chiming in. You can't get that on YouTube. You know what I think? What? I think that from here on out, we should just let Erica Badu and Jill Scott play everyone's song. Cause that shit was flawless, yo. Uh, towards the end, Erica fell off. Oh yeah, towards the end, it got, it, that's because they was on there for like five hours. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like for now on, we just gonna send your playlist to Erica and Jill, and then they are gonna play that shit for you, yo. And it's gonna be respectful. And I just want to look at Jill Scott the whole time. Little John and T Pain was really smooth too. No, yeah, that's right. Theirs was smooth too. Yeah, T Pain and Little John. Yeah, they it's, need to figure out a um a proper way of just doing this shit and just stick, have everybody stick to that plat that whatever it is just do this way this exact way and it works this way hook it up this way period don't try to do anything else but they send kits though they send yeah, kits to them so that's what i'm not understanding oh do they they yeah. send out a versus kit and they give you instructions and then you know mm-hmm. they tell you how to like set they it up test it out and everything yeah they test yeah. it out and shout out to nelly was actually te- nelly and Ludacris was in their test i was checking their both their lives out they both you know what i'm saying were testing it out beforehand sounded fine once they got together boom it's fucked up yeah swiss said that um and matter of fact both of them were talking about that they said that um they sent out to everyone they wish everyone would utilize it more so they said Ludacris's sound was fine and it was for whatever reason, once the live connected, Nelly started messing up. And again, if you're going to go ahead, I know we're talking about acts of God, right? With the, uh, the storm and stuff. They said that was interfering with stuff. Uh, I guess I all I can do is take their word for it. You know what I'm saying? But um, they do do a lot of technical stuff behind the scenes, apparently. Um, besides watching it, you always hear them like after the fact, oh, they would hit me up left and right. And we have to troubleshoot this, that, and the third. So they actually are working during the show. You know what I'm saying? Particularly when those uh, individuals have like technical difficulties and stuff, they're trying their best to go ahead and kind of coach them through it. Like, look, this is what you do. Hook up this, that, boom, boom, boom. Let's keep it moving. So, and apparently, I think the reason they vocalize it more so too, apparently some people take the advice and other people don't. And I think this kind of goes back to Teddy Riley's situation where I think with them, they're not talking to Teddy directly. They're talking to whoever handlers are in the background. And that's why they get so frustrated versus keeping it simple. Because if you notice, I don't know if y'all peeped it out, there's always like a repeated theme whenever there's technical difficulties with these cases. They say like whoever's, I guess, sound or pictures 
good, they took the advice and they're talking directly to that person. The ones that's not, they're talking to the mans in them. And that's where all that back and forth happens and it just falls to shit. Man, I saw Teddy all in the comments and shit. I'm like, oh, Teddy, you better not say a goddamn thing, yo. <laughs> Teddy was all in the comments. He he had the LOL while Nelly's shit was fucking up. I'm like, yo, Teddy, get out of here, bro. <laughs> That's probably you doing that shit. <laughs> but, you know, I, I also agree with Giz, though, to that point, too. I actually would keep it on IG because I think this is also another way to empower the artists themselves. If you notice, that's a repeated theme throughout the whole Versus series, right? Uh, Giz pointed out how, what, Babyface was at, what, three, four hundred thousand. Now this dude is at 1.3 million in terms of followers and stuff. I feel Erica like you- Badu had a drastic increase. The reason that matters is because remember, all of them are also pitching their own stuff. Now all of a sudden, Erica Badu just started her own streaming service, right? Uh, was it Badu World Market? On she top sells- of like other merch and stuff like that. And the pussy, the a- pussy perfume. Don't forget that. Pussy <laughs> perfume is at the top. I forgot about that. I'm sorry about that. Yep. <laughs> but you figure that. It, this allows the artist to control a lot more where if you're on YouTube, you can't really do that. I mean, what's the odds of you going back after you watch something on YouTube? Oh, let me go ahead and hop to IG real quick to go ahead and start following this person. I'm sorry. Hold on. Real, real quick, yo. Do you think somebody from Mother's Day got got somebody some pussy perfume? Erica Badu pussy perfume for Mother's Day? Hey, mm-hmm. uh, if, it, if it was in stock. <laughs> if it was in stock. <laughs> you thought it was out? Yeah. <laughs> It was a hot commodity. Heard, like, it was, like, it's been like sold out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what I mean. I'm looking for the body genius. spray. That's another why, reason why it's genius <laughs> to go ahead and focus it and funnel it all through IG. That way, the artists can go ahead and start pitching the other shit. There's no and that's way what they've that, been doing now because they pinned it down at the bottom, too. Like the merch and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way that Babyface would have been able to do that uh, Mother's Day concert and that tribute to Andre Harrell with 300,000 people. But all of a sudden, he's at 1.3. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. You know what? All right. Fuck all the technical difficulties and all that. Who won? Who y'all think won? I know Giz Between... probably not even going Luda and Nelly. I know uh, I know Giz probably going to oh, they're both great, blah, blah. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Nah, Who won? I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, um, not every, not now. See, there's certain cases where they like Babyface and Teddy Riley. They both were really great. Like that was hard to judge. Like legit. But this right here, Luda. Yeah, Luda. Yeah. Luda just he he just a yeah. town stomped all through that thing. And, you know? and, and, and then when he played, he said the fact that um, him and Nelly did the um, the original it? version. Was it the, um, was it Money Maker? Money Maker. Money Maker. Money Maker. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and like it fits, it made sense. That was a flex so, too. Pharrell, Ludacris, and Nelly, and the powers that be shut that down. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. That was a flex too, by the way. I like when they, yo, I love it when these niggas just flex on each other, yo. That should just be the best part to me when they just just shitting on each other, like kind of humbly, but they know they just shit on them. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I think the thing with this, what I love, um, it's a battle. To be sure, but at the same time, it really is a celebration. I know that a lot of people want to go ahead and paint it more as a celebration. But, um, yeah, it really makes you think, like, again, during the battle, I think Luda won too. But you forget how many hits Nelly had. Particularly, yeah. I didn't know, I forgot yeah, yeah. Off my head yeah. that he worked with the Neptunes as many times yeah. as he did. I didn't, that, but I forgot about the whole Biggie joint. The Biggie duet. Oh, did it? Okay, I remember. Yeah. He played. I, I was like, "Shit, you did do a Biggie joint." I was like, "Damn!" I yeah, the Biggie duets. Yeah. 
Then towards the end, it got a little funky. He was just playing some shit. I'm like, what the? What is? Where did you get this from, yo? <laughs> from the Saint Lunatics album or something, yo? Where that come from? <laughs> now he just playing some shit. I was just I throwing. Yeah, they had an album. yeah, yo. I don't, one, though, right? You hear me? I said, uh, "Yeah, yo." I, I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know they had one. <laughs> I think so. Oh yeah, was Ali giving getting it off on there? How Ali uh, was getting, <laughs> Ali was doing yeah, his thing. Yeah, I didn't listen to that joint, but I know they had an album. <laughs> <laughs> My man, uh, who's the nigga with the mask? He was doing his thing on there. <laughs> I it was a schizo. What the fuck was that nigga name, yo? <laughs> Two things. Like, like show off or something like that? Yeah, like, Showtime. Some stupid shit. I don't know. I, it. It <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that nigga name was. It was something, but, yo. Sacho, Sacho Bob or something. Listen, it doesn't matter. He was the Tony Tony Yayo of the crew, right? Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't, you, don't even disrespect Tony Yayo. He wasn't uh, even on Tony Yayo's level, yo. At least Tony Yayo said words. This nigga didn't say shit. So he was like the other people from the Lost Boys. Then it was only like Mr. Cheeks talking. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Yo, this dude. Yo, wherever he's at, he he needs to come on this show. I want to talk to him, yo. We need to talk to Showtime Show out. That, that was the that was the biggest finesse of all time. You provided nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. You had to you wear that stinky toy. ass you mask. You got to sleep with groupies. All you had to do was wear baggy ass jeans. And wear half of a Jason mask, mm-hmm. and just bounce your shoulders from side to side, <laughs> and you're set for life. And then he beef with them. The what kind of shit? Yo, you got the easiest <laughs> job in the world, and you beef with these <laughs> niggas. Like you have no, you need to just sit my back God, and man, shut your ass up. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's exactly why he was beefing. He said he wanted more money. Like, nigga, do more <laughs> dance moves then or something, nigga. <laughs> Take some vocal lessons, yo. What the fuck? I've been within the company for a very long time. I think I've proven myself that I'm, a, that I'm a willing. Within the company. <laughs> <laughs> You imagine that nigga wearing the mask, half mask, sitting down in front of a desk for Nelly, like, sir, my performance evaluations do. I think I deserve a raise. I deserve a promotion to rapper. Remember, remember when we was on the St. Lunatic tour? Uh-huh. I had to crowd up really, really up I think I need to be promoted to rapper now. <laughs> And this mask is no, itchy. No, no. <laughs> it was like a gold chart for me. You said, and you said, if I come up with three dance moves, one, <laughs> three dance moves, one ad lib, and at least a height move, that I can move up. Now I, it's an <laughs> annual review, and I just wanted, I, I, I came up with all six of them. But you know the and funny thing: what can be done here? We're shitting on him, but what if he was the right? What if he was right in that situation? Like, what if Nelly was treating him like a piece of shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you like, yo, don't you ever take that mask off ever. <laughs> you feel me? They got to sleep in that shit. That shit was itchy, <laughs> stink. After looking at after looking at that after looking at that battle, I've come to the conclusion that Nelly is probably a dick. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, what made what made you think that? Yeah, I feel like he was feeling himself way too much. Like you don't like yeah, you got bangers and you be you straight for a long time. But I feel like it was like a lot of I I I like take my shirt off flex my muscles you know like do the new dances that's on the scene i feel like he kept putting his waves in the camera i I didn't like that i didn't like that at all he kept putting his waves in at this point at this point he has a sewing (laughs) 
So my my main thing is after that exchange about like you know uh, what's his name Showtime or whatever the hell his name is. Do you think Nelly made him turn in his mask after he show off? <laughs> Showtime Yo, show out. He's the one writing all the songs and then say, "Hey, I, think I deserve more money here." Fuck it, you signed your life away. Yo, that is crazy. <laughs> what if he was the one writing all the songs? The print, and they say like hype dancer, background dancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait a minute. It's a background <laughs> hype man, songwriter, producer. <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> like Daddy Mo, I don't need you no more. Go ahead. Here's your walking papers. Turn in your mask. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, joining the book show in the background, <laughs> like a trophy. Nelly, look at it, like, yo, there's crumbs and shit in here, bro. <laughs> he got the dirt ring on the outline on the outside of the mask, <laughs> like a dirty white shirt, <laughs> like a dirty white collar or something. <laughs> yeah, ring around the collar on the mask. <laughs> Yo, you know how filthy you gotta be to turn in a dirty mask, nigga. Oh, but just like you said, like he dirty was half a mask, too. a dirty half. You right? It's not even on your whole face. <laughs> the fuck? No, but you know how hard that man was working on stage to come up with those breakdance moves. He was fucking groupies <laughs> wearing a mask. <laughs> that shit is dirty. And them jorts. And you had them jorts on. Man, I'm waiting for the documentary. Oh, I'm I'm waiting on the documentary on Showtime Show Out, whatever his name is. With the same lunatic documentary? Yeah. No, just his documentary. The Showtime Showtime Show Out. <laughs> whatever I can't think of. What's the fuck is that shit called? What's the uh Unsung? Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be on Unsung? No, it's not Unsung because it's like people. It's like a Where Are They Now? They had one on Sherry Dennis, they had one on uh Jay Quan, they had one on Nivea. Oh, it's on YouTube. You talking about it's on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did a Sherry Dennis one? Where is she at now? Somewhere in Ohio. Somewhere in Ohio. Mad at Diddy. Who? Mad at Diddy. Who? Sherry Dennis. Sherry Dennis. She I forgot about Ohio. Sherry Dennis. She, she, she looks so different. She was good. So no yeah. no love for Jay Quan? <laughs> she also worried about this. Oh, he said he said he said that he was a uh, Hey Martin, hey Martin, uh, you on that Nelly shit? Like you on that Nelly shit? Hey Martin. And then next thing you know, how the IT oh, nigga got the messed it. up Wi-Fi, yo? <laughs> Let me cut my Wi-Fi off. <laughs> I'm getting sick of it. God damn it, hey Martin, yo, don't come in here with that, yo. <laughs> so they when we do have. when we do our verses against the podcast, yo, we we can't have you doing this. <laughs> I gotta be at one of y'all house. <laughs> <laughs> We just gonna be on the camera together, you feel me? No, listen, that would be dope if we do a versus for podcast. We should do that. I'm with it. Hey, come on up here with me, man. It's all good. Let me see. Who should we I wanna I really do wanna do the versus. We're gonna do us a versus, yo. Shout out to uh the uh coach class in Baltimore County Forever. Shout out to them niggas, man. Those are my niggas, man. Shout out to them. But if they wanna do a versus. Oh yeah. Hey. I'm down for the smoke. We can pod with the best of them. <laughs> how how would that even work? What would be the rules of that? We just played old clips. No, clips. we 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 get a we get a topic. <laughs> it give us the topic, and then who could pod it out the best? Yeah, who could pod the hardest, yo? <laughs> <laughs> who can pod the hardest? I'm with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like we can pod with the best, yo. We who can pod with us? Time. You got 
you get some random time limit, like five minutes and 50 seconds or like seven minutes and 30 seconds to see who can pod the hardest. <laughs> who can pod the hardest? Who's going to have the best content out of that topic? Yo? You feel me? That's almost like, did y'all hear Swiss say that they're going to do a versus comedy and like versus sports? That's so stupid. I don't want to do that. Versus sports might be lit. Versus comedy? No, don't do that. They want to do Atheon Crockett versus like Kevin Hart, for instance. I'm wondering how that will work. First off, where did nah, that they, matchup even come from? Because uh, <laughs> where's Atheon Crockett at? Well, you notice he's always in the comments mm-hmm. and all the battles. And I think it happened from a conversation that uh, Kevin Hart had with um, either Swizz or Joe, Fat Joe. And um, he was saying, like, he, you know, he didn't understand the whole versus concept at first, but now he gets it. He gets why Tim and, and Swizz are doing it. And apparently, Swizz uh, also was interviewed, and he was saying, like, yeah, that's already in the works. We're going to be coming out real soon with the versus comedy. And when he said that, I was like, okay, that sounds cool, but I'm wondering how that will work. Like, you go, one person tells a joke, and another person tells another joke. Or Is it like a roasting? Yeah, are, so, they, are, they, are, they going, are they roasting each other? So, Atheon Crockett and Kevin Hart, they were on um, they were on each other's lives, and they were pretty much just roasting each other. So, that's and what that's that, all it was. Okay. Like, Atheon Crockett said, Kevin Hart looks like. Looks like a TV remote. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's kind of funny. <laughs> and then uh, Kevin Hart. Did Kevin Hart say that Atheon Crockett's face looks like a bicycle seat? <laughs> so, like, they were just going back and forth. <laughs> hey, yo, it's funny. The most obscure object you can think of and you compare it to someone's face, I'm going to laugh, yo. I don't care. No, but it lo- it, no, his face really looks like a bicycle seat and Kevin Hart really looks like a remote. He does. He does. But like the Comcast remote, where it's like big up top, and then it gets slim, <laughs> and then it cut, and then it belly back out. I'm with that. That's that should be good. Actually, I'm not. Now I'm re- now I'm with it, yo. If they roasting each other, then I feel like that could be cool. They they got a clip of it on YouTube somewhere. Let me check that out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, did you see Atheon Crockett and um Godfrey doing Oprah? They did uh Whoopi Goldberg talking to Maya Angelou. They did their impressions. <laughs> did you see that? Did y'all see that? Nah, nah. Bro, matter of fact, since I'm, I got my producer skills up, I'm going to add that clip in here. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg and Maya Angelou. Ladies and gentlemen, this next guest, I, 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 I can't even describe <laughs> and her writing is incredible. It's incredible. It's one of the, I, I, I've read her books. And she doesn't take she takes no she doesn't take any shit from anybody. She's one of my favorite writers. Give it up for Maya Angela. Uh, what what got you started as a writer? Well, I used to do a lot of reading myself, and I remember I had my reading glasses on in my face, just like you have them right now. Wow. And I, I would go down to downtown in the city I'm from. I won't say it on loud, but I'm from in my city. That, <laughs> that shit was hilarious, yo. <laughs> these niggas, yo, they sound, yo, shout out. That's why I always, I always fuck with people that do impressions, yo. These niggas sound just like, well, Godfrey, you know, is always nice with the, uh, with the impressions. He sound just like Whoopi. And Atheon sound just like Maya Angelou. Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they sound, them niggas had me dying, yo. You feel me? Especially when Atheon do um, Jay-Z. 
yeah. Yo, he did Jay Z. He did some girl who did Beyonce impersonations. This nigga Afion Crockett. They did. It was like a um. It was supposed to be like Beyonce's FaceTiming Jay while Jay is babysitting the kids <laughs> during quarantine. And this nigga was like, he said, yo, B, why they eat so much? <laughs> he was like, I didn't even know they eat. They eat three times a day. <laughs> he said, I had no idea. They eat. They ate lunch. He said, no, he said they ate breakfast. They ate lunch. <laughs> they ate dinner. <laughs> They won't stop eating. <laughs> yeah, and they shit. Like he said, they shit. <laughs> he said, yo, they, these kids just won't stop eating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, shout out to them. Yo. That's just, that shit could be yo, The reason why I'm laughing so hard is because I feel they pain. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what made me laugh? Because it's like, it feels like, because it's I can really hear Jay-Z wondering why kids eat <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he's confused on why his kids really eat like because <laughs> it's jay-z jay-z got things to do he ain't got time to raise his kids like that you know what i'm saying uh, shout out to like jay how old is blue today <laughs> what is blue is 10 what oh my where did the time go why is she so big she shits <laughs> why does she shit uh it stinks <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I can hear that happening. I can hear Jay Z walking around the crib, just like, "Yo, why do children do this?" <laughs> you know what I'm oh saying? Especially the twins. He like, I gotta change their diaper. <laughs> yeah, For real, yo. <laughs> he be holding it like by the by the tail. <laughs> it's like, ugh, you it feel me? So bad. Oh yeah. With the Febreze. With the Febreze, these children. <laughs> hey yo, speaking of IG though, right? I want to say this. <laughs> I want to say this. Um, there's times, there's times in life where I I just hate when things happen, yo. You know what I'm saying? When um people pass, I hate that. You feel me? When you know tragedy, things, tragic moments, and when Giz is right. These things, these things I hate in life, you feel me? I hate these things in life. You know what I'm saying? These are like my top three things I hate to happen ever in life. And recently, you know, a young man named Daniel, you may know him as a rainbow. The girl all quiet and started listening. Yeah, rainbow haired rapper, you know what I'm saying? Has been released from jail and has been tearing up the internet streets, yo. And I remember Giz the Audio Wiz, well, Giz formerly known as Audio Wiz, <laughs> said that he would be good out here as a rapper once he, you know. And I remember, I think it was me and B Prince that argued argued you up and down that no, there's no way. And yet here we stand. <laughs> In 2020, Goddamn 6ix9ine is out here, had 1.5 million views on his live, yo. I didn't want to talk about this, but then I'm like, I'm not in the streets. I can talk about it. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to talk about it because I don't like to promote the nigga. But again, I want to I actually do want to talk about it, yo. Like a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to shine light. But I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know this nigga. Like I don't got no street codes to live by. So shit, fuck it, yo. I I, I want to know like the traje- the trajectory of this nigga going forward. Like, what the fuck is about to happen, yo? So he's he's out. He obviously don't give a fuck about 
uh, witness protection. He didn't move like twice in four days. You know what I'm saying? So actually, I want to go to Giz. You tell me, yo, since you predicted this bullshit, and I know you've been calling. He's been calling you lately. Um, one, tell us where he's at right now, and two, <laughs> two, when are you going over for dinner? And three, what <laughs> what do you feel like is going to happen that now that he's out? Well, I can only answer one of those. <laughs> and that would be wait, 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 when you're going for it's, dinner. It's going off what I said. It's going off what I originally said. There's nothing more to it. It's a different time we're living in. I mean, it's an era where these kids don't care. They like they just don't. Like the streets are outnumbered. Hence why Jay Z said the streets are dead. Like all these people, like they don't care. That was a, that's like the thing of the past, and I'm not saying that, saying that you know, street shit isn't still alive. It very much is prevalent, clearly, right? Yeah. This is going off the case he just came up out of. Mm-hmm. However, the masses, the majority, the people who soak in this culture of hip hop nowadays, they don't have those same experiences. Those kids who see him and they hear the the Fifi songs with Nicki Minaj and stuff like that, like. And you, this this is a global sport now of hip hop and music in general, like especially hip hop. It's a global, a true global thing, and they don't care about any of that shit. They just don't. You, you know what I mean? They just don't. It doesn't apply to them. And me understanding that right there, that's why I just simply said like they're not going to care. And, and I'm a, I'm gonna be real about it. The one thing that made me come to that determination about why these kids don't care is the Meek Mill Drake situation. I'm surprised y'all didn't consider that. The Meek Mill Drake situation. Wow. I don't day, see I don't see the I don't see the follow uh me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Okay, my bad. The, my bad. Back <laughs> in the day, right, back in the day, AJC, he's acting up over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> but back in the day. I'll repent right now. If any type of ac- accusation would have came out about that, especially how Drake came in, the, the singing rapper dude, oh all he does is catering to the chicks, right? And then but it worked. And listen, he spits bars. He's he's a great artist and stuff. I I appreciate his music. A lot of people appreciate their music, his music locally, right? Whether you admit it or not. But then you get the accusation that you don't even write your shit. And on top of that, here's the proof of it. Bam, right in your face on Hot 97 Live. His career would have been over. What happened? It wasn't about him coming back in the battle rap against Meek Mill because one could say, did you even write that? No one even questioned it. It's, the, it's about your pen, bro. And, like, they don't care. Keep giving us those hits. Keep giving me the fuck music. Keep giving me the club music. That's all we care about. And he was good out here. After that happened for me, I was like, oh, this, this, this is definitely different nowadays. You know what I'm saying? I remember the whole uh, Nilly Vanilli drink way, going way, way back in the day. They got caught uh, oh, yeah, was... a, a track. You Lip know singing. what I'm saying? Lip singing. And that became a whole ordeal. Now they had, the, they had to run away. Nowadays, everybody knows you lip sync to some shit. Beyonce's notorious for it. You know what I'm saying? But they enjoyed the show. Keep it moving. It's just a different time, right? So when the whole 6 9 thing was happening, I thought back to the Drake and McMill thing. It was like, these motherfuckers don't care. They don't care. He's going to be okay. He's going to get out of jail. He's coming off a strong run of singles. And this shit happens. If anything, I was looking at it as a sense of, it's more publicity to his name. They were mm-hmm. already screaming the whole, uh, what was it, Treyway shit anyway. Now people are like, oh my God, you, you hear what happened to him? Blah, 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 blah. It's just like that 
that high school gossip, right? Think of it that way. So now he beats the whole case. I, I, I was perceiving it as people will probably take him more as legend than snitch, right? Mm. So, and that's just... The Meek Mills don't take him as that, but you got to think it's beyond the Meek Mills. He couldn't even win the joint with Drake with hardcore evidence. So it's beyond people like that who understand those codes and politics, right? And how to move out here. These other kids out here, man, who, who, who want to be right. Like they don't care. So that's what I was saying. He's going to be a okay out here. I understood where y'all were coming from. Clearly we came from that era and that cloth. It's just, I'm trying to say it's just different times nowadays. And you have to understand that. And if you can understand that, that will kind of show you how you should move and things like that, right? Like, so I'm not surprised he came back to like millions and millions of people tuning in and following him and still praising him and, and all this other bullshit, you know, record deals and million dollar deals still and whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he still got a machine behind him though. Like, you come home and you get a big ass billboard in Times Square. You still got a machine behind you, which means they got some money invested in you, which means they're going to make sure that you work, whether these people, whether it's negative or positive at this point. So oh, yeah. I just he, think, like, he's, he's you know, so safe and paying out debts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but but at this point, you know, besides the music industry being behind him because of the money that's put into him, I mean, well, that and that's part of it. I think they're just going to force it down your throat. But as far as like people accepting it, I mean, I just think and it's it's just a new normal. You know what I mean? It's it's. And I mean, any any raised a valid question. You say you gonna fuck my baby mother? Do this? Do that? Kill me? Mm. What would you do? That's why I disagree. It yeah. was a valid question. It was nah, a valid question. It, it was a valid question. It was but not. You put yourself. But he put himself in that situation. It was a, it was a valid question. Cause what would you do? See, think about it. Again, th- that is all right. It is a valid question. But the thing is, he act, I don't like that question because it's like he acts like he wasn't doing dirt. Also, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah. you're saying you're saying all this. They did this. They did that. They did this. But you did this too. You did that too. You was provoking people. You was putting, you sent goons out to certain people and all that too. So it's like, okay, I understand it. But nigga, this is the lifestyle you in. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's what that's my problem with the whole thing. Like one, I, first, I'm gonna say this now. I'm Fish Montana. El Pesco is not a street nigga by any way, form, or fashion. You feel what I'm saying? But I know how this coat, how the thing. I know how it works, yo. You feel me? If you're in that lifestyle. You're in that lifestyle. Don't be in it for the for the fun of it. You know what I'm saying? You can't be in there for the fame and the fortune. Then once it gets real, that's when you fold up and then you come back and telling niggas like, oh, well, if you did this, you would have did the same thing. No, nigga, you're in it. If you in it, you got to handle that shit like them niggas do when they in it. You feel what I'm saying? Because you have dirt on your hands. It's not like you didn't do anything. You have dirt mm-hmm. on your hands. You feel what I'm saying? Now you trying to come at, come out of jail and you're promoting this snitch name, you feel me? And you're yeah. you're playing with it. You're playing with the whole thing. And br- niggas that may have, yes, they did dirt, but now they in jail. They lost their life. You feel me? Because they don't have that same that same popularity. They don't have that same backing as you. You feel me? And they weren't willing to do all this shit that you were doing. 
to come out and and just give up you know what i'm saying just give up your morality and morals and all this other shit if he even had morals or whatever but now you over here you got millions of followers still people giving you millions of dollars because they promoting something that they had know nothing about you feel me there's people really out there doing this type of shit going through this shit you feel me and they have repercussions it's niggas that's really out there snitching that may not end up <laughs> end up in uh you know what i'm saying when they come out they ain't gonna last a day or two but now this nigga because he's six nine he good you feel me like it's just the, that's not how this game works you feel what i'm saying well, it's just amazing just look at it like it's it's all about who you know so i mean i'm pretty sure a high level exec man look what who just who's getting out because of the rona one of them people that was involved in that White House stuff. My, uh, was, Cohen? Cohen? Yeah, Cohen. Cohen. It's Cohen plus the other dude got... The, another dude. Uh, man, so, of, man of something. Yeah. Ever. Supposed to be spending like seven and a half years he's getting out because of, of the Rona. And I say that to say this. It's all about being in a position of power and who you know. So the fact that 6ix9ine, whether he snitched or not, I believe he was getting out. There's way too much money behind him. And the way that he was just pulling numbers, it's like, we'll be a fool to let this man sit in there and we, we lose our own our investment. That, now, that, that's just my my opinion. But, and then you look at a case like Schmurder, where I'm pretty sure they had money behind him too. But he wasn't, I don't think he was at the level that 6 9 was when he went in. He was about to be. So I think, like, if he was at the same level, I think it would have been different because I think they really would have put the battery in, in their back and, like, you know, would have, like, look, man, he's a, he's some value out here. Like, we need him out. So I think with <clears> – <throat> I just think 6 9 happened first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he popped off. He got to a certain point quicker. And it's all about being in a position of power. Like, hey, man, we need him out in these streets. And, they, and maybe they was like, I could do a little bit of time. You know, being being away makes the heart grow fonder to these people. And I mean, like, and this is how I know it was some BS. You say 1.5. He had 2 million people in there. Didn't freeze up one bit. Didn't lock up a bit. You saw no comments. Just, yeah, he had, he had that FBI Wi-Fi. He had the FBI Wi-Fi. Yeah, so <laughs> you hey, can't the, tell me, like, oh, Babyface and Teddy Riley, they doing it. You you. you you got six hundred and fifty thousand consistent that's in it, and it crashed, and then he got two million. Like I think that's all in, all of that's in the play, and you can't tell me that it's not because it made news everywhere. Yeah, and you got whenever you oh, and you got Shannon off. Sharp speaking your name, like it's news everywhere. To piggyback off what you're saying about as far as like is who you know and the position you're in at the time, um, going to Ti's case. Federal charges mm-hmm. and gun charges, and the man got out. And he had people like Will Smith and people like that speaking on his behalf to the to the White House and stuff like that. And I forget who it was. It was like these two rappers who were being interviewed, I think, by swaying them. And they were talking about the situation. And he said, "Oh no, that situation. What that was was." But the Ti situation. Yeah. Okay. Atlanta Records <clears throat> people were involved in that and they were saying and look I don't know the inside so I'm going off with these people were saying like who were close to T.I. Right. And they were kind of saying what well, that situation was kind of what Amar is saying. It's who you know. It's kind of like it's one of them she said for lack of better words one of them situations where you know 
the higher ups, you know, go up and say, hey, hey, Bob, mm-hmm. remember that guy Clifford I told you about? Or remember that situation? Look, I'm going to need that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need that favor right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Solid. And that favor gets handed over, and that next favor gets handed over to the point where it goes, okay, he's out of jail. You beat federal gun charges, and you're caught red-handed on tape and video? Come on now. Like, that's a who you know, who you know, who you know type of deal. Yeah, they all thinking that he's that he snitched. He ain't snitched. It's just who you know. I agree with that. And I'm not saying it's not who, who 6 9 knows. I'm not saying it's not that. I'm just saying that he clearly snitched, obviously. You know what I'm saying? It's paperwork, all that. We saw the case. The case was public as fuck. And my problem is, is that my, my whole time, actually, my problem even is, I don't even have, the problem of him snitching isn't even the big problem. It's just more of the making the mockery of the situation. You know what I'm saying? He's just keep making a mockery of it. And it's like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, you really out here, you getting millions of dollars, throwing people, throwing money at this nigga for doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? When there's niggas like a Bobby Schmurder, like a, you know what I'm saying? Um, what's his man's name? Roddy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? These yeah. niggas like who are actually in the streets, who held it down like they were supposed to. You feel me? They did some bullshit, but now they sitting down and they owning it. You feel me? And they doing their years, and they gonna come out. They ain't gonna get. They not gonna get not as near as much notoriety. They. I don't feel like they even gonna get the bag at six nine. You feel what I'm saying? Even though they should, they deserve it. But it's like they not gonna get that same notoriety. They not gonna get two million viewers if they go live. You feel me? No one's gonna give a fuck. And that's the sad part. You feel me? Niggas that really go through this shit. You feel me? Go through all the the, the bullshit that comes with the rap game. You feel me? All the in the streets as well. If you want to tie those two together, they not gonna get no notoriety, yo, for holding it down. You feel me? They gonna give it to the nigga who they just want to show off in the public light as a fucking just for entertainment. Even though there's real situations behind this shit, that's the hey, shit. Give me that the person that's going to do numbers. Give me the give me the person that's going to do numbers. Because if you're a businessman, that's all you care about at the end of the day. Like I don't give a fuck who you snitch on. I don't need to know none of that. What I need to know is how many. If we drop this single tomorrow, what you think it's going to do? If we drop this single tomorrow, I don't care who's going to be in there. Out. Nah, I don't need like what you think we're going to do. It's all about numbers. I'm pretty. This is it's all the strategic plan. Like it's no way you telling me like. Nope, we lost them. Uh, yeah. they, first of all, got a little something with the shade room. Oh, am I still here? No, you good. Yeah, you, you good now? Got you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You might need to snitch, yo. Get you some good yeah. Wi-Fi. No, I mean I'm I, I, the, I was gonna add it real quick. That I'm in uh, the basement. Oh, that's well. There you go. But I was gonna add it real quick. Uh, I agree with you, Fish. Um, that's my biggest problem. It seems like he's making a mockery of it. And I think the whole, when I'm looking at this case, it just is sensationalism, you know, at its finest right here. I think a lot of people were fans previously, but I also think people want to tune into, it's almost like I want to see a car crash. Yep, the shit you know, um, I hear all, I hear his name being tossed about. So let me go ahead and see what this big deal is. You're not necessarily a fan, but because he has like all that sensationalism behind him, you want to tune in to see what he's talking about, whether it's, you know, him trying to justify and basically play victim, you know, um, for the whole situ- whole situation on like why he snitched and oh, wouldn't you do this if if someone slept with your baby mom? 
nigga, you put yourself in that position. I don't feel sorry for you. Exactly. I don't well, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I do not. You get, uh, I got thrown in the trunk, and, and people are like, oh yeah, that's messed up. No, you fucking put yourself in there, and then you, and then you yourself sensationalize this because oh, I'm I'm part of a gang, and I do this, do that. Well, you know. Hold on, the, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, I'm gonna let you finish. Don't also, also don't forget, he put out a hit on Chief Keith, yo. If you don't forget Wait, that, that so let's not forget saying. that. That's what I'm saying. He did a whole bunch of stupid shit, and then he has the nerve to go ahead and act like he's a victim. I don't agree with that. And now that he's out, and basically people call him a rat, all of a sudden he's making his mission to make their lives miserable. Like that's a bitch move when he's Snoop, for instance, right? You know, as far as I throw him underneath the bus. Um, oh, well, you know, you snitched on Suge Knight, and oh, didn't you go ahead and cheat on your wife? Dude, you 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 are actually ruining people's lives. You are not, those words hurt, you know, and you're putting it out in the atmosphere, and you have stupid people out here that believe this type of shit, you know, and they're going to go ahead and follow your lead, and then they're going to start trolling someone and basically possibly ruin a marriage as well as possibly put untruths out there in the atmosphere about someone's situation. It seems like he's making this mission where Oh, because you said something about me. I'm going to start saying stuff about you. He's basically, he's making his mission now to go ahead and troll people on top of acting like, oh, it's no big deal. Look, I'm out. I'm doing this. It's business as usual. You know, um, and that's where I take offense to, like, everything. Um, and to get to the point where, yeah, it seems like there are no more streets. It seems like hip hop as a whole has made that shift towards more so pop. I remember us having a conversation when the whole, not only like Drake and um, the Drake and Meek situation, but more specifically when Nicki was getting called out. And remember, she was supposed to be the queen bee of rap, right? You know, and she got exposed by Remy, like hard. And it was like a weak ass retort at best and stuff. And people just let that shit ride. That was another moment for me that said like, okay, hip hop isn't what it used to be. People can't come in this game and act like they're just hard as shit and just like they run everything anymore because that's obviously not true. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not the core. And I know all things evolve, but at the heart of the matter, in terms of what makes distinguishes one genre for another, hip hop was supposed to be this, R&B, pop, whatever, supposed to be this and the third. It seems like right now they're meshing everything, which is fine. It's just that don't come in the game acting like you're one thing when you're really something completely different. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. If he keeps and he hasn't changed, he hasn't changed his, he hasn't learned either. That's another. He hasn't learned from his last situation. He needs, no, he thinks it's funny. I gotta say, I gotta say he might be worse off. Yeah, I gotta say this. Oh, he's gonna get his ass whooped, one hundred percent. I gotta say Whoop, this. What's thing about this? When you're in that lifestyle, when you're in that lifestyle, and is there not? I mean, base that old saying, and this is an old saying back from eons ago. There's no honor amongst thieves. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a manner of survival, you know, and it's me against you, and you guys already showed me your hand, mm-hmm. like, I know what it is. So fuck you, and I will proceed on out here, and whatever happens to me happens to me. And if he's accepting to, of that, I guess more power to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, not saying we all agree here with him. It's just that in that lifestyle, that whole saying, there's no honor amongst thieves here. We're all doing dirt. Sure. We all got caught. Sure. But if I can get a break to get my ass up out of here, fuck y'all. But you're not a thief. He's not a thief. 
I'm, I'm you're just not no, a thief. If you're not, you're not it's, that. It's, it's, you're not that. It's, 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 it's the same man that I know we're the saying. I know the right, saying, right. and I know what okay. it means. Okay, <laughs> okay then, then don't buck against it. Just hear it for what it is. Like, if we're all doing dirt here, and we know what it is, and you guys already showed me your hand clearly, then what's where? Where's the honor? Where? Where? Okay, where? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it myself. Right. I mean, like that's all it is to it. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm just look. I'm just throwing that out there as another topic to, since we're talking about it. What do y'all think about that whole aspect of it? I mean, not, and I didn't even watch the video. Clearly, you guys watched it, and more power to y'all. I hope y'all loved it. You know, I didn't. Um, I didn't watch it. I, I caught the crib notes, <laughs> and to that, I even say with that, for him at least, bullshit. Still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like honor amongst the. There's no honor amongst these, or whatever the case may be. But once again, he couldn't been the first nigga that had that happened to where oh they did they threatened my mom they threw me in the trunk and they did this and the third you saw that shit you knew once again you knew what you were getting into you still chose to go ahead and walk that path i don't feel sorry for you and mm-hmm. i still blame you for that because you were accepting of said responsibilities and stuff and you also knew what the repercussions were going to be if shit went down you still chose to go ahead and go down that path that's your fault i agree with that now, i agree with that and now that you're out once again you're making light of the situation you're trying to get people to sympathize with you. And oh, by the way, if I'm going down or people come at me, I'm gonna go ahead and drag them down too. Like, no, it doesn't, dude, he's playing a dangerous game. If anything, he actually might be worse off. Well, actually, I don't know where, where he'd be worse off to me. Also, about, let me correct that because I don't know if he'd be worse off still being locked up or out in the streets, no matter the safe house. And by the way, he's a dumbass for keep exposing himself in his safe houses and shit. I was um, just about to say that. You know. Um, <laughs> Like I said, he's going to get his ass whooped. He, the fact that he's going that powerful people, we're talking about like, oh, the money that can be made, this, then, the third. Remember, like, again, you're talking about Snoop. And even Snoop is like older in age, and you can say like he's turned pop or whatever the case may be. It's clear that this dude has like street ties one way or another. People mm-hmm. know his man's knows this, that, and the third. One way or another, I think 6 ix 9 is going to get got. You know, it's not going to be pretty. And it's going to be sending a message, not only to him, but to people in the future. Because to your point, Giz, yeah, um, it's a different generation. 6 9 might be the first of many, unfortunately, that go down this path. But at the same time, you want to make a point like, all right, if you go down this path, stay in your lane, basically. You chose one way. This is my lane. Keep my name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the same boat as Uncle Buck because we gonna move on soon. But I just did I just do want to say yeah, there's no honor amongst thieves and all that shit. But it's just don't you should you know that going in. You know I don't want to sound repetitive, but he knew that going in, and you know don't try to make people feel bad for you. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to. That, I think that's what he wants to do. He wants us to have pity for him. And no, nigga, like that's your situation. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, and you snitch. And I just, I, th- I said earlier, like I'm that's that's not why I'm upset with the nigga. He snitched. All right, he snitched. People snitch, yo. That's what happens when you get in those situations. Because I don't want to judge nobody on that type of shit. You feel me? Because when you see and you looking at a certain amount of years, niggas fold. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's the game. But just you making jokes on sending niggas to to prison for a certain amount of years and all this other shit, and you get to tap dance on out because you get a certain privilege, I'm not with that. I'm not with that at all. So, I think we should move on, yo. (laughs) And he might get smoked if he keeps fucking around, yo. 
he, he, so I think somebody go. He, they, somebody he might get smoked. He, he keeps like uh, protected. He's fine. Then, yo, why does he keep doing? What's up with the? I know, I know he's protected, but like I think he's testing the limits of his protection, yo. <laughs> nigga just doing like Instagram snaps on a balcony and shit. <laughs> he doing he doing what he been doing. But, but now he's just really he, now he's just involving it with the law. But what kind of life is that to live? He had to move twice in four days. Yeah, I don't like the move, so niggas hate the move. But that's, that's just him being immature. For real, but, man. And, and, and he nobody's guiding him the right way. Like you live in a condo. Like why are you taking pictures? Yeah. And he was in <laughs> Long <laughs> Island, I think. <laughs> you have baby blue and you have rainbow hair. Are you thinking nobody's gonna point you out? Is it? Did he get new tattoos or am I tripping? Did he have tattoos like that already? This nigga yeah. look extra colorful, yo. Like what the hell? He look more colorful. Uh, <laughs> like what? What the hell's going he, on? He he got a renew and re, he got a rinse and renew. <laughs> he got the touch up. Yeah, he got a lace yeah. Oh yeah, this that that's crazy, yo. And shout out to all the people like social media sites and websites and blogs. We're talking about him now, but he's. Hey, look, he 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 accomplished his mission, yo. He's the hot. He's the number one topic again. I hope it's worth it. I guess <laughs> if you're going through all this Bitch. bullshit, Jesus. But um, fellas, I'm getting kind of concerned. I want to actually. I want to know about y'all mental health as far as because since there's no sports going on, and that the last dance is actually over now. So how you guys holding up, yo? Y'all good? You nobody's about to die, right? No one's like no suicide watch or nothing. Uncle Buck, I'm looking at you. You good? I'm good. There's so much to watch and so much on my like watch list across pretty much all these platforms: Hulu, uh, Netflix. But it's um, not sports though. No, but they got they got sports stuff, right? And even with sports, um, I don't got traditional cable. I watch like live TV through Hulu, right? But ESPN got a whole bunch of shit about to come on the pipe, right? They got that Bruce Lee doc that's about to hit. Um, don't they have like that Lance Armstrong joint? Oh, the 30 for 30s? You talking about the 30 for 30s? Yo, that Lance Armstrong, I want to see that. I want to see what Lance Armstrong got to say, yo. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like all these like uh, different things about to go ahead and hit. Honestly, I'm good. Did he lie about having ball cancer? Yeah, he lied about having ball cancer. Yeah. This is what I want to hear. I want to see what he got to say, yo. Like I, I thought I had it. I thought I lost one, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between that, um, also <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm good right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, if anything, I think the real reality show right now is actually getting me more pissed off more than anything. And I, by that I mean like Agent Orange and like the stupid shit that, like, besides like the line and shit about like the whole COVID thing. What really grinds my gears right now is that that man is not trying to go ahead and honor his predecessor by putting his photo up in the White House. Did y'all hear about that shit? No, talk to me. So a time-honored tradition, no matter what party that you're in, right, is that one way or another, your portrait, they paint a portrait of all the presidents, right, and they hang them in the White House. He's refusing to hang up Obama's portrait in the White House because of that supposed beef that he has with him and shit. Damn. And That's basically, up, he's, breaking, he's breaking a 40 year tradition. Mm-hmm. Damn. And it doesn't matter, Republican <laughs> or Democrat. And actually, above all the other stupid shit that he's done, 
that's the thing that's biting at me the most because you cannot let this man shine. And again, like, he's done nothing to you. It's an honor tradition. You're breaking away from that for no reason because you want to distract people, but you're not trying to honor this man the way that he deserves to be honored. And that's what's pissing me off. Hey. <laughs> yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, yo. This dude, Trump, definitely, like, he... he he don't give a fuck about nothing yo like and it's like <laughs> i look at it and like i don't want to say i respect it but it's kind of like oh okay <laughs> you just gonna say fuck a 40-year tradition huh <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, he really think he can just do whatever he want like he really is like a cartoon type of president you know what i mean like he just he really think he just can do any and everything yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how he bounced back from the unemployment now claims and all of that because since he was claiming to have the lowest unemployment in, in history i'm wondering to see how that's going to come back and bite him i think he's trying to distract i mean so where's the picture that's what i want to know where's it where's it oh, at apparently <laughs> oh it's in the garage it's yeah, in the garage it's yeah it's got a tarp yeah, over it's done it's just that he, he you know he probably got in his bedroom in you know in the closet you know behind like you know melania stuff whenever she visits for yeah. like the weekend it's behind it's on like it's under like a pile of ties and shit hell yeah <laughs> and once, again, once again, like you mean, you mean you're breaking tradition, and God forbid this dude actually gets elected. It's possible that we won't see Obama's photo till 2025. Damn, yo. I mean, and, and that's that's another thing you got to think about. This, the odds are strong that he could possibly be reelected. He'll continue his payness for another four years. It'd be 2025 before whoever gets in there, whatever party, before we actually see Obama properly honored the way that he needs to be but to be on to be honest who was really like concerned about the picture before they came out with it i think the reason why i was making news recently is just because like well i'm asking were y'all concerned about the picture before they came out with this news i never knew that was a thing they did or i never knew well i knew there was like portraits of presidents hanging in the white house I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was just like a thing that just automatically happens no matter who it is. I that's, didn't know that's what I thought. that it was a deciding factor. Um, but now that I hear about it, that's, that speaks volumes. Because if Obama did it, we already know what the outcome would be of that whole uh, conversation. You know what right. I'm saying? And now that this clearly been a thing happening there and it's just now coming out, Everyone wants to act like he doesn't care. And I think it should be a thing. We get the power when we speak up about such situations like that. They they control the media. They control that narrative. Again, if it was Obama, that'd be a big thing. It's Trump. He's doing Oh, it's just Trump. That's just Trump being Trump. Why, why are we letting him slide? So it's not a thing of me not caring. I didn't even know. I wasn't even hip to it. I didn't even know it was a thing of, oh, I like he could control that aspect of it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's what that's what I should have said. That should have I should have worded that differently. It's like, were y'all aware? I wasn't aware of this tradition. Yeah, I, I wasn't mean, aware of it either. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a time honored tradition, and it's basically been going on for about forty years. And like I said, no matter the party affiliation, you figure that if anything, Obama probably had more to be pissed off about <laughs> than Trump did. He inherited like a a fucked up war that he did not start and didn't necessarily agree with. You know what I'm saying? You see all them grades in Obama's head. Dude, like, I mean, that's that's anybody. 
that job stresses you out. I don't I don't envy anybody at all that does that. You can, I know it's a necessary you can't tell me he stopped smoking cigarettes. I know he was still smoking. You probably yeah. just stopped smoking cigarettes. He was probably out the window of the Oval Office just puffing some. <laughs> yeah, just puffing it. Oh, Michelle, you know, <laughs> he's just like taking behind his back. <laughs> oh, what's up, baby? I just, you know. You know, uh, just a little stressed. All right. But, <laughs> you try to clear, clearing it out. Like. <laughs> But I say it I, as it is, just a little stressed. Said, oh, that, that's that's Joe's cigarette. That ain't mine. <laughs> Joe, I told you to stop. I told you to put that out. You know, Joe's away from me. You know, Joe C now, so you probably thought it was his. But but I guess like another reason why I I guess I'm taking offense to it is just because I think it's definitely within I don't think it's a stretch to say that Obama was probably the most disrespected president of all time. And a big part of it is because he's black, unfortunately. You know, no matter how smart, educated, whatever, you know, he was. But, um, you know, this it seems like it's another slap in his face. You know, and once again, the man did nothing. Even if he was, like, curse, cursing out Trump every single day, still honored the tradition. This is another reason why the other presidents don't like your ass now. Remember, he was on the far end during the funeral for Big Bush mm-hmm. and George W., who is crazy in hindsight, is all of a sudden beloved because he's best friends with Michelle. They were sharing candy mm-hmm. and giggling and everything. And then Trump's looking down like, oh, I wish that was me. I right. want to play with you guys, too. <laughs> I, want, I want candy. <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, that's all it is. It may seem like a small thing, but I think it's like another dagger, if you will, in the back of Obama where you can't let this man live and you can't treat him the way that he deserves to be treated because you're so fucking petty. I think it's, it's a new low for him in my opinion. Yeah, he, he just keeps finding different ways to uh to piss people off. <laughs> he just can find different ways. Matter of fact, I've noticed, like, you know, we said, you just said Obama was stressed in the office, but I, again, I'm going to tie it back to the Bulls, Doc, since y'all just didn't give a fuck about that. <laughs> like what, have y'all noticed like, cause what Jordan was what 34 in 98 right when he retired yeah. mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. not the oldest looking 34 Jordan looked old for 34 to me I feel like he well, had some yeah. stress in that face yo I feel like it was some stress in that in that bald face nah, of his you, yo nah you see his eyes now oh yeah they you, hinted, you they, could tell yeah. a lie and so, but man by looking at his eyes I don't know if he was high. <laughs> no, that was that Henny. He got Henny uh, eyes. He got jaundice. I don't know. His, his eyes was yellow. <laughs> you said, what'd you say, Giz? Jaundice. Nah, you see? <laughs> yo, them eyes is Henny yellow, yo. <laughs> nah, for real. Don't like he got jaundice? He do look yeah, like he man, got jaundice. You might have jaundice, man. You need to get some more sunlight. I, I think it's like that hard living. You figured, you heard in the dog, and at first I thought he was joking about it. I don't know if y'all caught that part where he was uh, at the last episode when he was, they were like, oh, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I woke up about six. I drink about like six beers. Then I played the piano. And then, you know, it's like, what? You know, and then he, said, he was like, oh, I got, a, I got a piano in my room. And then later on when I showed him celebrating with the trophy, I was like, oh, he was, he was dead serious. He actually has a legit piano in his room. And I guess he really did drink like a case of beers, you know, before the game and shit. Just imagine like you can do that stuff when you're active. And just going as hard as he did, when you're in retirement and you about sixty years old, just imagine like still doing that without the activity to go ahead and kind of counteract all that. 
that's a lot. You see in the doc here, a little he's, cup he, next to him too. He's probably, I mean, honestly, he's probably been depressed for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's no easy test. You're you're a small minority of billionaire and you're black. Like that, you're a minority. You know what I mean? Not just in color, but in general. Like you're just a minority. Like, and then it's a thing of everything you had to do to acquire all that. When you become a titan on that level, you have to maintain all that. That is a stress within itself. You know what I'm saying? So he's been dealing with that stress factor from having to be on. At all times from the 80s all the way till now. And then he fucking, I see why he sucks so bad as a GM. He's waiting for somebody to, he's like, he's had a shitty, he has Hall of Famers who he's played with, sure. But he wants somebody to be him. His overall team was some bullshit. It was mm. a bullshit team that he helped coach up to be great, right? I see why he doesn't know how to find talent. You know what I'm saying? Like he he was never really surrounded about around true talent other than the Horace Grants, the Scottie Pippins, right? The the Paxons, the Curs, they all admit like we had to learn how to be role players. We were not great. You, you know what I'm saying? So I I get why he's struggling. Shit, he just had to sell off part of stakes of his the the Hornets. Like he's struggling. Like I get why now. Like but either way to be on at all times like that is a lie and for him to have done it for so long and reached the stature and this this whole mythology that's enshrined around him that's hard to maintain that long not too many people say they can do that so I, I don't I'm not surprised he drinks all day you know he don't have to worry about maintaining health and I mean from a athletic standpoint right he can wake up, he can drink, he has residual income. Play he's golf. on his what, third marriage or something like that. He's probably not an easy guy to get along with, whether you're on the court or off the court. Like, he is who he is. And that that probably all takes a toll. Well, yeah. I, would, I like to defend my man Jeff because, you know, that's my boy. Y'all know this already. I got to defend him, yo. He's a good dude, yo. He just, you know, he's competitive. That's all. Yeah. You know, when, when we play, when we play spades on – <laughs> when we play spades on Sunday night, you know, he gets a little aggressive, but <laughs> he's a cool dude, yo. I had to throw up the, you see, I had to throw up the 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 proof that that's my dog, yo. Y'all seen the picture? <laughs> oh, the, uh, the cutout of MJ. Hey, shout out to Call B. That was out. funny as hell. Yo, he definitely didn't move an inch that whole like when we took a picture. You know what I'm saying? Like he definitely didn't move not one inch every picture. Yeah. You got to cut on that Kenny Lattimore to get him moving. Dog. Okay. Let's do it right here. T-A-M-P okay. exclusive. We got to figure it out. What the hell song? What fucking song was that, yo? <laughs> what year was th- What year was this? That was what, 98? That was 98. I, re- I remember when his album dropped just because at that point, you're looking for penny droppers when you in your senior year of high school. <laughs> you know, and you need like that 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 playlist, to go, the go-to list basically. Right. I can definitely tell you it was not Kenny Lattimore for me. So the way that he was jamming and acting like this is like the hardest shit ever, I didn't see it. Now my no, I th- my thing, I feel like he was jamming only because it was unreleased Kenny Lattimore. If it was released Ka- Kenny Lattimore, it might have been just some regular, you know what I mean? But I feel like he was kind of flexing like y'all ain't got this Kenny Lattimore. My man, 
Listen to the album. Go ahead and pull it up. <laughs> Listen to the album. There's no way that he could possibly jam that hard, even if it is unreleased. But it's Jordan. You know, Jordan got a flex. He's like, what? What? Kenny? Y'all ain't got this Clint Kenny Lattimore. <laughs> even if it was Jordan, he would have been slumped over in the backseat of the bus, knocked the hell out. Hold on, man. I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm just, oh, from the soul of a man, right? Yeah. Whatever. He might not have been listening. He probably just said Kenny Lattimore. He probably wasn't listening to Kenny Lattimore. Kenny Lattimore confirmed that he was listening to him. <laughs> he had been listening to MX. Kenny Lattimore isn't a liar. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Lattimore wouldn't lie to us. No, what what Trust DMX what? song with the drums hitting like that though? Like, Rough Riders Anthem. Like... <laughs> that was ninety eight, right? Hey, yeah, yeah. Man, Jordan yeah, listening to Rough Riders Anthem is funny as shit. No, remember <laughs> did DMX drop two albums in ninety eight? Hell yeah. Jordan was it's not dark, listening. Hell is dark. Bro. And then uh, uh, Blood of My Blood, right? He probably was listening to DMX. He does wear bootcut jeans. DMX wear bootcut jeans music. Man, DMX <laughs> don't even wear that shit now. Jordan almost 60 still wearing the same shit that he was wearing back then. Back then, right? Back in 86. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no, but here's the thing. Another thing about DMX, DMX not 6'6". Jordan is six six, and he wears like them double boot cut jeans with extra holes in them. They're double distressed. Where do you get those extra cuts? Double distressed. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Him, I was like, where do you find them shits at? I mean, maybe because he's a billionaire, he has them specially made and <laughs> delivered to his mansion. Man, that's <laughs> outside a, of Chicago. Y'all remember Foreman Mills? That's a Foreman Mills special right there with Jordan. Jordan, oh just, I feel like Jordan bought Foreman Mills and just start wearing all the jeans. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, I'm gonna buy this, but not for distribution. I'm gonna just wear everything, every, everything in here. <laughs> and that man got the beret, but he wears it backwards. With the <laughs> hey, yo, look, Jordan, it's funny because his shoes are a big part of fashion, but the man whose name is behind the shoe <laughs> is a nasty dresser. His dress, his dress, his outfits are nasty, yo. His fit uh-huh. is disgusting. Man, when he be walking, when he's walking in them suits, the bottom <laughs> of the joints were driving against the concrete. They were flapping, weren't they? were flapping in the wind. <laughs> How could he say? They was getting caught in the wind. <laughs> they were like, just going like, like... It was pressing up, it was pressing up, up, like, up against his calves, and it was all pants in the back. Like how, it was, <laughs> like how, my, like how my shirt was with B. Prince wedding. Oh, Man. my goodness. Okay, fellas. Okay, fellas. Okay, you got it? We got... Okay, so do y'all think it was days like this? That's that's track number one. I can't play nothing because y'all not gonna be able to hear it. <laughs> oh, oh well, I can't tell you. I don't know. I don't know his fucking music. All right. Well, well, just let's just go off the names. I think that's gonna be funny. Days like what this. What made you think we would know Kenny Lattimore tracks from? Because y'all are because y'all are old, <laughs> old niggas. <laughs> I don't know, yo. I don't. I, Kenny Lattimore ain't in my Serato. Nah, we gotta call um Aunt Nikki or Aunt Kim. He, he graduated with one of them. Oh, he from the area? Yeah, he's from mm-hmm. the area. Oh shit, I ain't know that. Shout out to Kenny Lattimore, yeah. yo. He's gonna be doing also the uh he's gonna be on the commencement for PG County. So they got Taraji P. Anderson, <laughs> Kenny Lattimore. Hold on, yo. I know, I know. Um. I know we're not familiar with Kenny Lattimore's uh, this track list, but this song right here, it's called While My Guitar Gently Weeps. 
<laughs> if Jordan was in the bus, did getting his just bobbing his head to a song hey. called "My Guitar Gently Weeps." Hey, no, that's, that's, that's a hard as fuck, yo. Like, that's a Beatles song. Beatles remake, yo. Like, yeah, that's a remake of a Beatles song. Look but, up Prince. Uh, covering oh, hit these niggas, weeks. It's like the fucking best cover guitar solo you've ever heard and seen. It is. But that shit hard as fuck. Is it hard? Are you gonna bop your head to it? Fuck yeah. So you He's think that was what Jordan was Jordan was rocking it at? Jordan was doing that as hard as Jordan was doing. I doubt it was that Jordan. And I <laughs> and, and, and if Kitty Lattimore's covering, I can only imagine in that being how Prince did it. So Yeah, I doubt very seriously that Kenny Lattimore had a guitar solo. He probably had a, like a flute, a jazz flute solo. The nigga Prince, after the end of that solo, that song, it was live on VH1 Honors. He throws his guitar up in the air. Just walked up, walked the, up the, stage. the guitar never came back down. <laughs> he walked off stage. He disappeared. And he just walked off stage. And he disappeared. They didn't see him for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, yo, I fucking love Prince, yo. <laughs> you said the but guitar I mean, never came back down? threw it up in the air, straight up in the air, and then just walked off. But the shit never came down, though. Never. Never. But when I say I don't think it was on strings or anything like that, because yeah, he, he just played the guitar, he was in the audience, crowd surfing on the guitar, came back to the stage, just going. And he threw and that then, bad boy in the air. Just threw it in the air and then just walked off. He was with other rock legends when he did that, that sound, shit. Just like Prince. And he was jamming, they were jamming like Eric Clapton and some other people on stage with him. And they said it was the greatest guitar solo they ever heard in their life. Eric Clapton. They, said they did not see that man for the rest of the day because he literally <laughs> left the arena after he gave shit up. They said he, he walked off stage and just left the arena. It was just a cloud of purple dust in the air. <laughs> hey, why do I feel like Eric Clapton is always part of the best something, like the best guitar solo or like part of like the best duet of all time? Like he's one I feel like he's always, one I feel like he's always part of something. He's a legend. He got soul. Yeah. Eric Clapton is a legend. One no man day. <laughs> Shut the fuck oh, up, nigga. Play that record of him. <laughs> hey, yo. When I saw you. <laughs> But like I said, if you're playing for the Kenny Lattimore argument, like there's no way that that dude had that type of a guitar solo in his version of a guitar gently weeps. Yeah. He had a jazz flute at that. I'm sick of I'm sick of it. Doing the back scoop over like. I fucking hate this nigga. Hey, Martin. Why A Martin Wi-Fi worked perfectly when he starts singing Eric Clapton, nigga? No, can you imagine he just go up to people? I wanna know your name. <laughs> I wanna know your name. <laughs> hey, yo, what the your local Kroger's? <laughs> I wanna know your name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were right shit. though I, um, I saw an article they said Kenny Lattimore confirmed it was days like this it was days like this yeah okay. he said he sent him an advanced copy and it was days like this oh I gotta go listen to that yeah, it was the first this one's five minutes long so he must have went off <laughs> he was rocking a whole five minutes wait a minute this is this is I love you more than you'll ever know. That shit was six minutes and thirty seconds, yo. What the hell? That's why he. 
That's why he was the last one on the bus because all this all this songs like seven minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Lattimore used to give it up, didn't he? In the booth. God damn, Kenny. It's going in and out. I'm gonna just add this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna just add a little. I'm gonna add days like this, yo. Yeah, get, my man, my man Jordan was giving it like. <laughs> you see, he was the last one on the bus. He's like, I gotta get this off before I get before I go shoot around. Man, them he niggas on the bus. You know, you couldn't say nothing to Jordan, so them niggas on the bus was like, yo, they over there listening to the new DMX. They like, what in the fuck? You listening to Kenny Lattimore? <laughs> and then the way that he was jamming, you heard the beat. I don't know if everybody else can hear it. There's no way that he should have been bobbing his head too. He was off beat like shit. Yo, he wears boot cut jeans. He's from North Carolina, yo. You know he ain't got no like Jordan is just a different breed, yo. Well, I mean, at least I he's from North Carolina. He should have took his shirt off and waited oh, around like a helicopter. <laughs> you know, uh, Pete Pablo out that joint. <laughs> Oh, copy man. oh shit! And shout out to Jordan. Shout out to his bootcut oh, jeans. God, shout out to Kenny Lattimore. He, I know Kenny Lattimore was happy as shit. He was mentioned in that doc. Shoot, he's about to get the versus effect. He's about to jump up at least like fifty thousand in terms of IG people. Oh, he, he about to drop an album like tomorrow. Oh, shit, <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is my man MJ's favorite guy. <laughs> <laughs> Added, added in the vault for like 20 he, he gonna have di- he gonna Kenny have like Lattimore got all Roosevelt alumni. He just gonna have uh ten different versions of days like this. <laughs> he got all uh, Roosevelt alumni as his, as his Facebook friends. You know Kenny Lattimore on Facebook. He oh, yeah. like the nigga that be on Facebook. You know he's he like on Facebook. Cut remix of Days of Our Lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know he. You know he <laughs> Club remix. <laughs> Club hip hop remix. Club Street Six. He got a tra- he got a trap version. <laughs> he got a version with Future on that shit. Boot cut, boot cut mix. He got a boot cut mix. A boot cut mix, yeah. That thing's gonna have the boot cut. G- <laughs> <laughs> that song, he got a boot cut. Mix. Hey, yo, the ad, the ad lib, you could just hear the boot cut jeans flapping in the wind. <laughs> Man, that's actually gonna be for the song. My bad. I forgot we was recording it once. <laughs> do, my headphones didn't hit the ground. Yo, God damn it. Oh, Amon's Amon's camera done cut off. <laughs> yeah, you can hear his hoop earring. Yeah, the cowbell's gonna be the hoop earring blowing. Oh, that's He just this oh Jordan in there clacking two henny bottles together. <laughs> you feel me? Bad yeah, boys come oh out God. and play. <laughs> oh man, let's get. It's time to go, yo. Shit. We having too much goddamn Batman fun. scoop on the boot cut remix. Oh. Did you say Fat Man scoop? Oh, I gotta listen to that, yo. I gotta listen to that <laughs> shit. Oh, on the boot cut remix. Yes, here? yes, definitely. I need to hear. It's gonna be Kenny Lattimore featuring Jordan's jeans, JJ, 
Fat Man, Fat Man Scoop. Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Clapton. And Eric Clapton. <laughs> You gotta throw Eric Clapton in there just to just to give it a nice little sprinkle. You feel me? Oh I my like god! Like a female in there too, if you really want to make special, like a Shanti or Carrie Hilson. Macy Gray. <sighs> I feel like Macy Gray fits well on a bootcut remix. All right, fellas. God damn it, we getting out of here, yo. Oh man. Oh, this Jesus. felt so good. I'm Jesus glad. I'm glad, I'm glad we got an episode in, yo. <laughs> this felt, it felt real good, yo. <laughs> Oh shit! Shout out to Kev. If they do that, we definitely gonna debut it on this ain't no podcast bootcut edition. <laughs> you feel me? We got you. Oh bootcut shit! Edition, I'm telling you, that'll probably be like the hardest remix ever, and it's gonna be under the Jordan brand. Ew, Jordan bootcut jeans. <laughs> like when they debut, like uh, they had throwback. Uh, they, they had a throwback like AJ ones or like uh, I think. The, the hairs are about to come out. They're gonna go ahead and have like that be the theme song, the bootcut remix. So you can go ahead and like hop up here, wear with your bootcut jeans. But before we get out of here, y'all know yeah. how I know Jordan's a sick nigga, yo. Like, how do you have the freshest shoes, like known to man, but off the court you wear loafers and dress shoes with your jeans? You know what I mean? Like, you sh- your shoe game should be like top notch. Like your shoe game should be out of here, but he wears dress shoes, loafers, with the bootcut jeans. See, I want to say there's nothing wrong with wearing loafers. With, over there. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with wearing loafers with like a pair of jeans. It's just that the jeans shouldn't overshadow your your shoes. <laughs> literally, <laughs> they overshadow his shoe. <laughs> Sometimes you can't even tell what shoes he's wearing because he's so bad. It's just a big <laughs> the shadow overcast the shoe. <laughs> You don't even know what color the shoe is, yo. <laughs> like Jordan that damn is... circus tent jeans. <laughs> I don't even know. You can say that like they're boot cut. He's discovered like a, a hybrid of boot cut and, and bell bottom jeans in capris. And he wears yeah, them six six. So yeah. just imagine that in your mind. It's a combination of boot cutting and capris. Mm. Damn, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my uh, I, life. Let's, hey, let's get out of here. I wish B. Prince was here, yo. He would have such a blast right now talking about Jordan's <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did he wear that at the camp? Did he wear a pair of jeans at the camp? He didn't wear jeans at the camp. First off, the, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't wear jeans at the camp. He ain't wear jeans. Can you imagine him doing a fadeaway and then getting caught in the wind? <laughs> That thing gonna take him to the ground. He gonna probably fly off. <laughs> he gonna fly out the door, yo. Oh man, fuck man, y'all ruin y'all gonna ruin my relationship with Jeff, my man Jeff, yo. Damn, yo, my oh, man Jeffrey. He gonna call me after this. Once we drop this, he gonna call me, yo. He's like, I thought we was cool. I should carry him to the foul line. He said, damn, the foul line? I'm going to oh, carry man. that nigga to the stands. <laughs> He's going to fucking... <laughs> he going to float to the rafters and shit. <laughs> they gonna, can somebody get Joe out the rafters again? <laughs> that dude can't go out on a blustery day. He's 6'6", he get blown away. <laughs> can y'all please get Joe out the rafters, please? He's up there again. He wore boot cuts again. <laughs> Yo, his jeans would be like a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> he like the, just float on down. <laughs> They're like the wish <laughs> Like Mary Poppins and shit. He just floating on down and shit. Like, Jay, baby, we need you to stay indoors today. It's a little breezy outside. 
Oh, you just man. hear him now. Somebody call Kenny, get me down from here. <laughs> Kenny Lattimore. <laughs> Somebody tell Kenny, get me down. <laughs> Charles Buck. Hey, quit, Joe, get your ass from down. What the hell you doing up there? I told you, dumb, stop wearing them damn jeans. <laughs> Yo, okay, now we really, what, but how the fuck do you live in Chicago, the Windy City, with jeans like that? <laughs> Yo, Jordan is the goat for real, yo. How do you do that? How the fuck do you just walk around Chicago with? He walk around, <laughs> and he walk around in the three point stance. So, I mean, the, in the defensive stance all day. <laughs> you know, you know what I think. Of? Side to side, so so so, the, so his leverage can hang. You know what I think so of? The leverage can keep him grounded. If he ever did like, uh, if he did like scrimmages in them in his in his boot cuts, it's like when he's like gets to the when he gets to the end, he probably like lets the seam go, and you know when like the NASCARs let their little parachute out at the end. <laughs> That's what I feel like it happened, Joe. It's just like the boot cut slow him down. You know what I mean with all the wind. Jordan factor. definitely that. Jordan definitely that nigga that walked down the street after getting off from work with his boot cut jeans, puts his man briefcase down. Play somebody one on one. Yo, he got a Kenneth Cole leather briefcase. That's not even the funny part. No, the funny part is what the fu- he went to work in his bootcut jeans. <laughs> yeah, with a briefcase. <laughs> he just tucked the briefcase under the bootcuts. Yeah, and then he had, he has the beret on backwards with the hoop earring. The case on the, you know, that's casual Friday. Oh, yeah, so you know, man. he got the bootcut jeans over the blazer. That that was probably the year that he won the defensive player of the year. He wore like the that's uh, pretty much like the Orlando Now, you know why? See, because he, he had to walk around in a different system. So he could walk around, he's walking one step at a time. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> fellas, fellas, hold up, yo. We gotta let's get out of here. We almost getting on two hours, and an hour and a half of it is just talking about his nigga bootcut jeans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's let's get out of here, yo. Let's get off rec. Let's get off recording so we can talk more shit about Jordan's jeans. Uh, <laughs> who, are Mister B B B himself, yo? Please give your last words, yo. Tell the people what you want to tell them. Say your goodbyes and all that. All right. Everybody continue to stay safe, all right? And then definitely go ahead, listen to this episode and others from the TANP crew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, We also got Mr. A. Martin, you know what I'm saying? He's all part of the TANP crew, but also the the adulting podcast uh, host, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Still waiting on another episode, but, you know, we ain't going to talk about that. (laughs) <laughs> you know hey mean? man, <laughs> when you got seven kids in the house, it's hard to record anything. I feel you, bro. But yeah, man, uh, I, was, I don't know when a new episode be coming out. That just got a little crazy, but it'll be coming soon. <laughs> Damn, Damn nigga, it's been that. two episodes. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey man, as soon as you get some free time, that's when some else coming. <laughs> you get some free time, man, and then the free time don't be free no more. <laughs> All right. I feel you, bro. I feel you. It got real. It got real after them two episodes, huh? Nah. Yeah, <laughs> you. My bad. All right, we're gonna move on. We moving on. Yo, where's yeah, bad, yo. Where, where's Giz? 
Damn, get JC done kicked him out of heaven, yo. Look, look at him. <laughs> ain't no, ain't nobody even there. Somebody kicked this dumb ass out of heaven, yo. That's two K on pause. See, I knew. See, I knew he wasn't supposed to be up there. <laughs> then I kicked him out. So uh, I'm gonna shout shout out to Giz, the audio formerly known as the Audio Wiz. You know what I'm saying? He's gone. Um, this your boy Fish Montana, aka El Pesco. But before, also I want to say before we get out of here, rest in peace to uh, Daniana Dyson, the 15 year old who passed away from COVID 19 um, from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Prayers up to her and her family. It's a sad moment, man. She had a, uh, um, I believe. Oh, yesterday night, I believe there was a uh, people came through, you know, showed uh, for a candlelit uh, vigil. You feel me? And people, you know, showed their respects, paid their respects. So I just want to say the T A and P crew want to say rest in peace and want to show love to her family and everything like that, man. Everyone, stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Um, just be healthy, man. Start up. Start doing exercising. Going out to walk and. Start looking at your regimen, you know what I'm saying? Looking at what you need to eat and things like that, man. Start to use this time to change your diet, change your lifestyle. Get rest if you need it. Uh, Complete those tasks you've been wanting to complete. Follow that dream you've been wanting to follow, but you ain't had time. Just use use this time wisely. That's all I'm saying, man. Use this time wisely. And, you know, we're stuck now. (laughs) You feel me? This is basically what it's going to be. Baltimore shut down every event in during the summer. Um, you know, so we're in the house. Bored in the house. We in the house bored. So do something with your time. Mm-hmm. Do something with your life. You know, just, you know, use this time wisely, man. Use this time wisely. And on that note, we are out. Instead of loving you, I was running away.